Good morning, everybody! And welcome to this week's the announcements. Presented by Ireland Home Based Services. It is the week of March 19th, 2023. I know we got many schools on spring break coming up. I have a lot a lots next week, maybe some the week following. The kids will be out of school. It's probably a great time to reach out to parents and families and foster placements to see if uh, services could be moved to early in the day. So uh, with spring break, so you may want to check into that. I want to say a big congratulations to Aaron Bumpus. Aaron was randomly selected to be the winner of the gift card for uh, answering the trivia question last week. So thanks to Aaron and everyone that listened and uh, shot me an email with your answer. If you play every week, uh, I would highly encourage you to get others to play. I always want uh, more ears on the announcements. It's a great way to keep up with uh, all the latest things, uh, training tips, HIPAA tips, anything that we're wanting you to know about. It's a great way to keep up with everything. So uh, encourage others to listen as well. Of course, always, the announcements are always uh, posted on Casewind. You go to Casewind and then Resources, you can find an announcements tab, and all the past uh, announcements are always posted there. So if you need them in print form, they're always there as well. So it's always a good way to uh, keep up with what's going on. Or if you heard something you wanted to see it, see it and, and read it in black and white, you can you can do that for sure. Make sure you're listening. Uh, we'll do the uh, a question at some point in the episode. So. Listen up, and we'll do that at some point coming up, and you'll have your chance to win at that time. We're still progressing through National Social Worker Month here. So he said, I think actually today is National Social Worker Day. So uh, a big thank you goes out to all of our social workers, and that's people that uh, graduated with an MSW, and they're pers- either pursuing licensure or they've earned their uh, LBSW, their LB uh, LSW, or they have a temp license LSW or an LCSW. So all of our licensed social workers, those pursuing licensure, a big thank you, a big thank you to you all. So thank you for that. Uh, first announcement this week. Let's talk about uh, visitation time at our IHBS offices. This is a reminder for our visit coaches. Please remember, if you're, uh, it's your responsibility to ensure that your clients clean up the room before they leave and take all the trash out, including all food waste and especially diapers. Diapers should not be put in a bathroom trash can or any other trash can other than the one in the visit room. At visit's end, all trash should be taken out of the building to the trash receptacle at the visit location. Remember, leave the room better than when you walked into it. That's the way I always look at it. Another one, clients should never be allowed to leave the visit room without supervision. You must keep the clients and children in sight at all times. This means that generally if anyone leaves the room, everyone must go along. You cannot supervise someone you cannot see. Of course, children of certain ages and of course adults can go to the bathroom alone, but it is, uh, we, we do want everyone still going and not going in the bathroom, of course, if they're able to go in the bathroom uh, alone if they're of age. But everyone should be in the hallway so that uh, you could hear if anything <clears throat> potentially is happening at the bathroom that shouldn't be. Um, you want to make sure that you, uh, you and the parent are going to be, be there. Or even if the parent needs to go to the bathroom, uh, everyone needs to go to the hallway and wait. Uh, we don't want any of our uh, clients uh, roaming or moving through the building without any supervision at all. So the old adage, one goes, we all go, that should be continued. And number three, always check with your supervisor. <coughs> 
excuse me, before taking children outside during an office visit. Some of our locations do not have areas outside that are safe for children to play in. Also, if the visit was referred as an office visit, it may be that DCS intends for everyone to stay inside to lessen a flight risk from clients and children who are known risks or clients whose behavior has not yet been determined. So again, we shouldn't be doing visits outside using sidewalk chalk, um, playing hopscotch, jump rope, playing games. We shouldn't be doing that unless we've been given uh, permission by DCS and um, a supervisor. But a lot of times our offices, they're not very prone to safe outside visits. Lot, there's a lot of parking lots, there's a lot of moving vehicles. Probably not a good idea to be doing visits in our parking lots. Let's move on and talk about accurate documentation and uh, fraudulent billing and falsifying notes. As stated in the IHBS field staff practice guide, all team members are expected to maintain up-to-date, accurate, and thorough documentation of each client, placement, family case manager, probation officer, CASA, etc. With all contact with any of them, regardless of the method of communication, which could be in person, phone calls, text messages, or emails, your documentation becomes a case record and is reviewed regularly by DCS or probation and the court system. Falsification of any records is considered a violation of work rules and misconduct as outlined in the team member handbook. As stated in the field staff practice guide, team members are expected to complete documentation in session with input from clients that allows GURP and accurately depicts what occurred during the session or communication. Should have clients sign the note to verify that the information provided is accurate, including date, start end times of sessions, you're always expected to submit your weekly documentation by 8 a.m. local time on Mondays. Progress notes are required to be submitted with the content and are not to be left blank when submitting. Remember to always use company-issued uh, equipment to complete your documentation. And document actual time meeting with and communicating with those on a case. Entering notes and times before they occur. Rounding up or estimating times of clients or documenting sessions that never occurred as falsifying records and produces fraudulent billing. These acts can potentially place the well-being of children at risk. Not following the bullet points above put the credibility of your hard work and the reputation of the agency at risk. Those who engage in falsification of records and or fraudulent billing will be terminated. If you have any questions about this policy, please contact your team leader, your regional director, manager, or, or human resources. Let's talk about safety plans again. Online, online safety plans are such a convenient way to ensure each safety plan for you, you have for a family is instantly uploaded and there's no chance of losing the hard copy. Multiple safety plans can be added online. First, you must ensure that you have hit the submit safety plan and send box for the plan you have typed up and verify that the safety plan now shows submitted beside the uploaded plan with the timestamp. Once verified, you will need to clear out the boxes to enter new content. You'll just repeat the steps for any safety plans entered after the fact. Most families will need multiple plans for different safety risk, and this helps ensure we are completing them and they can be easily looked upon or looked at by anyone after they are completed. Another reminder of uh, Access Perks. IHBS has partnered with a discount coupon website called Access Perks. All IHBS employees have access to discounts and coupons and all sorts of things like restaurants, theme parks, hotels, car rentals. That's just to name a few. You should receive emails periodically from Access Perks promoting certain deals. All staff have the app on your work phone. 
And if you don't or you don't know how to access the site, please reach out to Susan Benkarski for assistance. Talked about supervised visits or visitation time with parents earlier. Just thinking about uh, community visits. As warmer weather approaches, many of us will be doing more community visits. Remember to complete the approval for community visit form, which is found on Appendix 5 of the Field Staff Practice Guide, and have it approved by your team leader before a visit takes place. This would, of course, be after the FCM approves the visits in the community. Always make sure to staff any possible safety concerns with supervision prior to a community visit in a new location. Also be aware that the entire length of the visit should occur at one location, meaning we shouldn't go to a park and then go to a restaurant and then back to the park. That um, We don't want to do that. If you have any questions about community visits, please go to pages 146 and 147 of the Field Staff Practice Guide. Let's keep hitting spring driving trips. I keep thinking we're going to be getting spring weather. Um, it's still pretty cold, but hopefully it's coming soon. Of course, sun, uh, spring brings longer days, more sunshine and beautiful blooms. The icy slick roads of winter are melting and everything feels fresh and new. But now isn't the time to let your guard down on the road. Springtime brings its own driving hazards, so let's talk about a few of those. What to prepare for when driving this spring. Could be leftover uh, sand and salt on roads, which makes uh, traction more difficult, so be aware of that and give yourself more time to brake. Master driving in the rain. Spring showers are a sign of renewal, but they can also create tricky driving situations. Safe driving in a rainstorm means turning your headlights on and driving slowly and giving other vehicles more space. Remember, remember, even just a little bit of rain combined with oil on the road can create slippery conditions. Again, slow down, give yourself more time to brake. Increase that following distance as well between the car, you and the car in front of you. Steer clear of hail. Driving in a hailstorm is dangerous because you're not only managing rain, uh, rain and wet roads. Now ice is coming at you. To avoid hail damage, it's best not to drive. If you're already on the road, pull over and seek shelter to wait out the hail. Always avoid flooded roads. Never drive through water. You never know how deep it is. Avoid driving through flooded roads at all costs. Make sure you're uh, avoiding that. Calling placements to see if their roads are prone for flooding before you head out there. On days that we've had a lot of rain and it's been raining for several hours. Uh, you just never know how deep the puddle is. Could be just a puddle, it could be deeper. You never know. We are trying to avoid any dangerous situations with driving through flooded roads. I know we're seeing this all over the place. Be on the lookout for potholes. Salt and sand and heavy snow plows with alternating cold and warm temperatures. You've got the perfect condition for a pothole. Of course, the best way to handle potholes is to avoid them, but we know that's not always possible. If you see a pothole ahead and can't avoid it, safest approach is to slow down and right before you drive over the pothole, release your brakes. This reduces the speed of impact and gives your suspension a chance to minimize the effects. Try to stay off shoulders of the roads if all possible. Winter erosion followed by spring rains and flooding can soften gravel shoulders and wash away the ground underneath. Your best bets to avoid driving and parking on gravel shoulders. Also, be on the lookout for more people out and about. That means increased motorcycles, bicycles, joggers, uh, people riding uh, any type of, uh, like I said, motorcycles. But just be on the lookout for more people out and about on and near roads. Keep your eyes open, especially near parks, places where you're going to see a lot of children. Just be on the lookout for more people out and about um, on roads. And then watch for the four-legged travelers. Uh, many, many animals are coming out of hibernation. If you see an animal on or near the road, slow down and prepare to stop. 
If it's already in the road, resist the urge to swerve. Remember, don't veer for deer. It's the same thing. It's safest to break in a straight line. Be on high alert at dusk in the rural areas where critters tend to be most active. Remember, we got Easter coming up. Easter is Sunday, April 9th. This is not a company holiday. If you are a, a worker that typically works Sunday to Wednesday or Sunday to Thursday, you should plan ahead and be talking to parents and placements to see if they're going to allow visits to occur that day. Our experience is that fewer visits happen on Easter Sunday than normal. If you do not have a full work day on Sunday, you can move your cases to uh, working through the week that week, Monday through Thursday if you're on the four-day work week, or Monday through Friday off on the far five-day work week that week only. This means that you'd be off on Sunday, April 9th, and instead work Thursday if you're on a four-day work week, or you'd work all the way Monday through Friday. If you choose to do this, you need to get approval from your team leader to form HR. Of course, we need to avoid coverage situations, so meaning you don't want to get a case work Monday through Friday that week, but get cases covered on Sunday. We're avoiding that. We can't let that happen. Of course, you can also use a PTO day if a majority of your cases are not going to meet. All requests for time off need, be, need to be submitted via Canopy before Sunday, April the 2nd. They'll be approved on a first-come, first-serve basis. If you have any questions about Easter Sunday, reach out to your team leader or call HR. And then we also have a HIPAA tip on case when we're able to access information about, a, uh, about every case that's been worked here. But most of those are not cases that have been assigned to you and you're not cases you're going to be working. There's no reason to be looking up that information. Only access data that you need to know, which means cases assigned to you or cases you could be covering. At the same time, disclose any dual relationships you do have with clients, whether it's someone related or someone you know personally make sure to go over that with your supervisor. It's always best to ask and we can help you determine if we think it's going to be a conflict or if you're comfortable doing it, but just reach out and we can uh, we can go through each one of those situations with you. IT can block your access to a case that helps protect both you and the client. All right, let's get to the trivia question. Remember, please email your answers to Gary Emmons, gemmons at ihbs.us. The trivia question for this week is, name one reminder mentioned for state visitations. I mentioned that earlier, so I think I gave three different tips early in the episode about uh, three different things you want to keep uh, keep in mind while you're doing uh, visitations and three things we need you to do. So uh, just name one of those things. Simply email Gary Emmons, gemmons at ihbs.us, and you'll be entered into a drawing for a gift card that I'll draw next week. So that's going to do it, everybody. Thanks. Thanks to everybody for doing what you do on a daily basis. We really appreciate all the hard work you put in, keeping these families safe, working with kids and families, make a better community for us all. So I appreciate y'all, everybody. Take, take care. Have a great week, everybody.